0: Gentlemen, listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Welcome to the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast. Podcast. Learn how to leverage multifamily and residential properties to provide short term housing accommodations for high paying clients. With years of experience in hospitality and sales and marketing, your host, Noble Crawford, invites you to listen in and access these gems as he shares the mic with some of the biggest influencers in the game. Rocking with the best. His expert panel of guests share their knowledge, best practices, strategies. And resources to help you generate crazy cash flow combining real estate and hospitality. So, listen up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So my name Here we go. is Noble Crawford, and I am your host today. And I am running solo today, but I have a super exciting episode for you. We're going to be talking about the three ways to overcome the rise in STR regulations and the decline in Airbnb bookings. Okay. So, let's jump right into it. So, first of all, STR regulations, right? So, I'm in Dallas, Texas, most of you may already know, and Dallas is going through this process as we speak, right? So recently, the Planning and Zoning Commission issued a, a ruling basically on how STRs should be zoned. So they effectively said that STRs, all STRs should be zoned as lodging use, which would basically make them illegal uh, in single family and multifamily apartment communities, okay? So- That's their that was their zoning decision. Now that is being uh, passed on to the city council soon for a vote and it could put a lot of people out of business potentially. Right. But we are not really worried about that. Right. And so here's why. So. So a couple of things you need to understand. So first and foremost, you really should um, understand grasp the meaning of short-term rentals, right? So short-term rentals refer to the rental of a property for a period of less than thirty days, right? By definition, that's typically what they mean, right? So these types of rentals are often arranged through you know all these online platforms, and they're typically used for the vacation or leisure travel, um, you know, business travel, temporary housing, things like that, right? So short-term rentals also include, you know a range of properties, right. From private room in a person's home to standalone vacation home or service department. Right. And these are increasingly become more popular among travelers for, you know, different reasons for alternative to hotels and things like that. Right. More space, privacy amenities than a hotel room, stuff like that. Right. And so, of course, as we all know, short term rentals have become a popular way for, you know, us as property owners to earn extra income by uh, renting out unused space, right? Or renting out a property or arbitraging a property. And so you, you first have to start with the understanding of what is a short-term rental. So it just for the sake of argument, we're talking about any listing that is less than 30 days, okay? So- The second part of that is you need to know what the regulations and ordinances are for your market or for the market that you're interested in. Okay, that is very important. So you you need to be armed with that information so you can make an educated decision about how you're going to move forward. Right. So um, it is important to note that short term rentals are subject to, you know, these various regulations and laws in different jurisdictions. Right. And those those the. Depend on the location of the property, um, depends sometimes on the type of property, just different variables, right? So some cities and, and municipalities have strict regulations and ordinances and others have, you know, very minimal ones. So so you need to be aware of that. Another thing is that um, you need to be aware of kind of as a side note, you need to be aware of homeowners associations, right? HOAs, because those can cripple you in in, in many cases. Right. And that's separate from uh, municipalities ordinance or regulations. So be conscious of HOAs and, uh, and and the rules of the HOA and things like that. Right. Um, and building management rules and regulations. OK, so one of the fastest ways to determine if, in fact, your your city, uh, your jurisdiction, has an ordinance in place, or is considering putting one into place. Is to simply Google, uh, just type into Google "short term rental ordinance" and then put in the city or put in the, 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 uh, the municipality. Right. And so typically if there is an ordinance that it exists, it will usually show up in the, on the first page of that, of those Google results. And it will, and it's usually going to be on a city website or something like that, or maybe a County website. And it will typically take you to a page that breaks down what the rules are for that ordinance for that regulation now here's the thing once you find it you need to actually go out and read it right so uh, a lot of people they don't do the full amount of research so they may not go out and actually read and find out what all of the intricacies are of that specific regulation or that ordinance right and so if one does in fact exist, then go ahead and download a copy of it, print it out, do whatever you got to do, but make sure you read through it in its entirety so you understand the full breadth of the scope of that document. Right. So it, it'll outline what you can and cannot do. And as uh, you know, as host, we want to make sure that we're operating, you know, both legally and ethically within the rules that 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 are are laid out for us. Right. So uh, so that is the fastest way to find out if there is an ordinance that exists or if there's one pending. A lot of times you'll find in that Google search that there'll be some news articles saying such and such a city is considering regulations for short term rentals or something like that. So you can kind of get up to speed on what could be coming to that market. Right. And so so that's the second thing is just knowing the regulations and ordinances for your market or area of interest. Okay. Then the third thing is right. Overcoming this, the, the, the rise in these STR regulations is, is very simple, right? We understand that short term rentals are 30 day, uh, less than 30 day stays. So simply pivot your business model to 30 plus day stays. Right. Um, and for some, you know, you can still list on the booking platforms themselves, right. And we'll cover those, those booking platforms here in a minute. Uh, but list your, you know, put your listing on there for 30 plus, 30 or more days, right? In those markets that are heavily regulated. And that just, all of that ordinance and regulation stuff at that point is not applicable to you. So then you no longer have to worry about what's happening in that area, right? Um, and, and if you're adamant about hosting guests under 30 days, right? Then at least build your business and markets that have existing fair regulations, right? Because then you already know what those are. And, and not like they're not subject to change at some point, but for the most part, once they're settled they're 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 fairly settled in most areas but if you're if you're if you're adamant about you know accommodating those guests uh for less than 30 days then you know uh you know build your book of business in a market that has existing fair regulations and one that you can operate in so just right off top um you know those are three ways right there just to overcome the rise in all of these STR regulations that are happening in different markets around the country—I mean, they're 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 happening just literally all over, right? So that's that's what we're dealing with here in Dallas currently. But um, we're also not worried about what they're going to do or not do with the ordinance and, and the pending ordinance that they're they're going to be voting on soon, because we operate over ninety-seven percent of our business. Uh, in a direct book fashion for 30 or more days Okay And so when you're doing that Then those short-term rental ordinances and regulations Are not applicable to your business Okay So that's the first part I wanted to cover And this is going to be a short one This is going to be a short episode Because I'm just giving you guys some, some pointers and some tips We're talking about the three ways to overcome uh, The rise in the STR regulations And the decline in Airbnb booking So let's chop it up about that, right? Because um, I have been inundated lately With DMs, with messages and texts and emails and things like that and people um you know are noticing lately with this latest change in this winter update or whatever you want to call it algorithm change with Airbnb a major decline in bookings just like they just fell off a cliff and this isn't the first time this has happened folks and it won't be the last time right so The number one thing you want to do, first and foremost, is you want to reduce your dependency on any one single platform. Right. So you may have heard the term before called a single point of failure. Um, And so when you're reliant on one platform for all of your business, uh, that could be considered a single point of failure. When you have a situation happen, like what just happened recently with Airbnb. Right. So how do you combat that? Right. How do you overcome that? Well, one of the things you can do simply is list in multiple places. Right. So don't be dependent on any one single platform, list in a bunch of places, right? So there are a number of platforms other than Airbnb that allow you to list your property for short-term and or mid or long-term stays, right? So some of the more common examples we already, most of us know, uh, VRBO, right? One of the largest vacation rental platforms, you know, owned by the, the what was home away. Um allows hosts to list properties to rent on a short term basis, midterm, long term, whatever the case is, right? Has the tools built in to help you manage those reservations, things like that, right? Um booking.com, another super common one, right? One of the largest hotel booking sites in the world, but also allows hosts to list properties for uh, you know, uh on their platform as well. So another one, a trip advisor, another big one, right? Also allows hosts to their properties on his platform, and it has some tools built in to help with the property management and reservations. Right. Um, so i'm on the more uh, some other big ones, but maybe not as common. FlipKey. FlipKey is a vacation rental platform. Um, I believe it's owned by TripAdvisor, but kind of similar to like Airbnb style. Uh, Agoda. Agoda is a hotel and vacation rental booking platform. It operates globally. Um, another big one is Expedia right? Expedia is a global travel platform. It allows hosts to list their properties on its platform as well. So, and there's a, those are just a few examples to be quite honest, but there are a ton other platforms available, right? Depending on your location, the type of property. So it's worth doing a little bit of research to, you know, on these different platforms to see which ones are the best fit for your property and your target market. Okay. So second, the second way to overcome, right. Some of these, this decline in these Airbnb weekends lately, right. Is to develop relationships with partners that serve the same type of client, right. And, uh, and, and, generate your own direct business. Right. So first of all, you need to understand like who your ideal guest is, right? Like who are you looking to cater to? So here, i give you an example. So when I talk about developing relationships with partners, so a a, a major part of our inventory is a multifamily community, uh, door. So apartment, uh, apartment units. Right. And so we know just based on experience that, um, we like operating in class a or high class B, um, you know, apartment communities. So really, really nice one with all different amenities and things like that. Right. So, so one of the things that we did was we said, you know, we want to be able to accommodate those guests that are looking for furnished, you know, furnished housing for more than thirty days, and um, but we 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 enjoy working with guests who would typically want to stay in a class A community, right? And so what we did was we actually went to other class, a multifamily communities. And we talked to the property managers and we, uh, worked out an arrangement for referrals, right? So we said, Hey, anyone who comes into your property and is asking if you have, um, you know, two, three month monthly stays or two or three month stays. And that's not something you offer or they're asking for furnished accommodations and that's not something you offer. We would love for you to refer those, uh, you know, those potential tenants to us because we actually offer that. Right. And so we will, we will incentivize those property management, um, employees, the, the, property managers, assistants, the leasing agents, um, we will literally incentivize them with gift cards, with cash bonuses and things like that to refer those people to us. Right. You would be surprised at how well that works. Right. Um, So we simply have a a, a simple website put together that they can uh, log into and that their potential tenant that that they can't accommodate could log into and, and list the property that they were at, the person that referred them. We have a system in place where we'll follow up with them. And whenever that lead Uh, books with us um, then we'll pay that referral out to the, the person who, uh, who referred them. And so you would not believe, um, how much business we get just from that. And that's just developing a relationship with partner communities that serve the same type of client that we're looking to accommodate. Right. And so, um, so, so that doing something just as simple as that. Right. And thinking out of the box a little bit, um, can generate quite a bit of direct business for you. Right. Then the third thing I would say in, uh, you know, trying to overcome, this decline in in Airbnb bookings. And again, like I said before, you know, it's happened in the past more than once. It's going to happen again in the future. So put yourself in a position now where when it happens again, right, you're not, uh, you're not upside down. You're not, woe is me. You know, all my bookings have gone away. I'm not going to make my mortgage or my rent this month, or, you know, I'm, I'm losing money or whatever the case is. Right. So go ahead and and address it now and start building your book of direct business. So one of the, the, the third thing is like don't fight for the same transit guests that everyone else is going after. Right. So what I like to call it is uh Russell Brunson terms of the blue ocean strategy. Right. So. So when you are solely going after, um, you know, transit guests that are booking through Airbnb it's like meat in, in in the water and all the sharks are going after the same meat right so the guests are like the meat and all the hosts are like the sharks and right it creates a very red ocean right very bloody water right so it's red ocean so the strategy we use we call a blue ocean strategy because we're playing in a space where we're not fighting for the same uh, transit guests right we're not fighting for the same customer right and so so in order to put yourself in a situation to uh, you know to not be in in a in a, in a red ocean you want to create a strategy for direct booking. So first of all, first and foremost, create a direct booking website. If you don't already have one, get yourself set up with one, right? That's extremely important. Um, you want to be able to market to, uh, there's a couple of ways you can market. One is direct to the consumer. So you can market directly to potential guests, right? Um, where you can do that through Facebook, you can do it through Google. You can do it through, um, guests that have stayed with you before previously, right. And remarketing to them, right. So you can do it that way. So there's a number of different ways you can do that. But then my favorite way to do that, to, um, develop that direct book of business is by marketing, um, direct to the businesses so more b2b style business to business marketing so i believe it was season three episode 25 i talked about in in pretty pretty good detail our top seven b2b verticals um so definitely go and check out that episode i think it like at the 16 or 17 minute mark, I start breaking down like our favorite or top direct B2B booking verticals. But the strategy that we use is really going tight direct to uh, businesses, organizations, entities, you know, uh, the government and the military and things like that to generate business from them so their people come and stay with us. Right. And so and, and, and we may have a contract with them. We may have an agreement with them. You know, we may be on a list of other accommodation providers that they get to choose from. And I when I tell you that um, sh- short term rentals for those people that are, are doing it right. Right. Short term rentals. It, it is it's no competition between a short term rental property and a traditional hotel room. Okay, it just isn't. Right. And so when you can when you can uh, compare and contrast that with uh, a group that does a lot of travel. Right. Um, And you can show them, you know, your unique selling proposition, right. Your USP. um, It's a no brainer. The light bulb moment happens at some point and they see that, yeah, for, you know, relatively uh, a, a similar amount, you know, maybe a little bit more, but relatively a similar amount, we can put our our employees or our our clients or our guests or whatever in this type of property versus this type of property. Right. And so, and no, no, no crack on hotels, right? Because I used to work in the space for years, for years, and so. Um, but at the end of the day, some people just prefer all the amenities and all the comforts of home with 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 all the different things it offers, right? So, so keep that in mind. But those, just a quick rundown, quick recap on the three ways to overcome the rise in both STR regulations and a decline in your Airbnb bookings. Um, understanding what short term rentals are, right? Knowing the regulations and ordinances for your market or for the area that you're interested in pivoting your business to a 30 plus day model, OK, um, reducing your dependency on one single platform or one single point of failure. Listening multiple places. Right. Developing relationships with partners that, that serve a similar client type or the same client type as you. Right. And then, you know, not not fighting for the same transit guests, not playing in that that bloody red ocean. Right. But developing a more blue ocean strategy through direct bookings. Right. So those are my pointers for this topic for today's episode. I hope 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 you got some value out of that. Um, definitely um, you know give me a follow on Instagram. I am at noble.crawford.3 N-O-B-L-E dot crawford dot the number three on Instagram um you know definitely hit me up there let me know if you have any questions um i love interacting with people i'm posting more content on there as well uh but with that said folks we're going to shut this one down quick and easy some 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 bite uh bite-sized points for you to take away hopefully you got some value out of this one and we are going to have a special guest on the next episode so make sure you stay tuned for that and with that said i will see you on the next one